0: I believe that New Hampshire is going to speak very loudly and clearly. I know her very well she's not tough enough, she's not smart enough and she wasn't respected enough. She cannot do this job. Nikki Haley is a disaster. She is not presidential timber. Now, when I say that, that probably means that she's not gonna be chosen as a vice president.
1: He says if you're the nominee,
2: then Republicans are not only gonna lose the White House, but they're gonna lose races up and down the ballot. Your response. I mean, Trump says things Americans aren't stupid to just believe what he says. The reality is, who lost the House for us? Who lost the Senate? Who lost the White House? Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, hard to argue with that. What's become interesting about this now two person debate, two person race now that DeSantis is out, which is really, you know, very unlikely to be anything other than Trump. I mean, it'd be weird and bizarre for. She maybe has a chance in South Carolina tomorrow. Maybe, I'm sorry, in New Hampshire. Tomorrow. She has a chance in South Carolina, obviously her home state. And then after that, what? You know, uh, I mean, everybody is lining up for Donald Trump. You had Tim Scott endorse him over the weekend. You had uh, here. This, this is this is all that was worth grabbing out of that. We need a president like. Donald Trump. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you know, and DeSantis, of course, is endorsing him now that he has dropped out of the race. So it really does look like Nikki Haley against the universe of Republicans. Um, but it's been that way all along. And, you know, she's been doing okay. We'll see what's what's become fascinating now is she's been running a campaign based on Trump's age and also his failures. And, and acknowledging his successes, but her basic argument has been, I liked him then, I don't like him anymore. He was good then, he's changed, right? And that Americans don't want to do this again.
2: Do we really want to go into an election with two fellas that are going to be president in their 80s? We can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this.
3: And you say, well, what's that all about? Well, that's because, you know, Trump has made gaffes more recently that he didn't make before. He's got, you know, like the standing thing. is. Some people have raised that as an issue. People are quick to judge stuff, like the red on his hand looks like that was a paper cut, not finger herpes, as some people actually suggest. Like, what's wrong with you people? You know, look for the easiest explanation first, okay? Um, but he does have errors that he makes, that are different from exaggerations and misrepresentations that he has always made. He does say things that are like, the what now? For example, over the weekend, he repeatedly referred to Nancy Pelosi as Nikki Haley relating to January
0: 6th. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley... You know, they, did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything deleted and destroyed all of it, all of it because of lots of things like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers, national guards, whatever they want. There's sort of a
3: what, but I'll just tell you as somebody who speaks in public all the time. uh, I mean, just a moment ago, I said South Carolina when I met New Hampshire, Uh, I may have said tigers earlier when I met lions. The other day I said school was closed when school was in. I mean, you know, just saying it's, I tend to forgive people for their real simple mistakes like that, but you also have to pay attention to how do they correct it? Do they correct it? What else do you see as markers all around them? Because, you know, Biden's always made gaffes, but he's making a different caliber of gaff these days, right? And I think Trump has always been a little bit, you know, fast and loose with facts and accuracy Uh, It does seem a little bit different now. So they asked Nikki about this yesterday on Face the Nation.
1: You said yesterday hearing this made you question Donald Trump's mental
2: fitness. Is that the first time you questioned his mental fitness? If you look recently, there have been multiple things. I mean, he claimed that Joe Biden was going to get us into World War II. I'm assuming he meant World War III. He said that he ran against President Obama. He never ran against President Obama. He says that I'm the one that kept security from from the Capitol on January 6th. I was nowhere near the Capitol on January 6th.
3: Right. And so, I mean, you know, she's raising questions that, you know, she's, as she said, it's not meant to be disrespectful. It's just realistic to think about, you know, if you're going to complain about the age of Biden and he, Donald Trump is not much younger, then you have to ask the question, well, is it possible he could be, you know, when he gets into office, have the same sort of decline that Biden has clearly had? And it's certainly possible. And that's kind of the risk voters need to decide whether they want to take. That's her, right, in addition to things that she says he failed about, um, that, you know, she supported him then, but he's different now, and the chaos has always followed him. That's kind of been her argument. Now, where uh, where are Republican voters with all this? Well, they're clearly willing to take that chance. I mean, the vast majority of the Republican Party, you know, at least 50 percent and probably more than that, want Trump. We'll see through the, you know, the primaries if there's any after uh, New Hampshire. I mean, you know, I mean, that's really a question. But, uh, you know, all like I said, all of the politicians are lining up against Nikki Haley. And there you go. Now that DeSantis is out. Tomorrow is probably, tomorrow in South Carolina is going to be really her last chance, probably. But you know, also, you have to say this. You do never know until they actually cast the ballots. And there was a very, very small turnout in Iowa. Maybe there'll be more people turnout. And, and so there's always a possibility of something else happening. But likely, well, nobody's putting that bet. <laughs> nobody's out there betting money. Uh, without odds on Nikki haley at this point point. 616 on news radio 92 3 informative local dependable jake's got traffic on the fives jake
4: i'm not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns out there this traffic report brought to you by patriotic paving uh looks like i10 and i110 are at posted speeds highway 98 east and westbound through gulf breeze and navarre you're looking good there highway 90 coming out of milton this morning through pace is good Highway 29 South Cantonment, no accidents there, no slowdowns on Cervantes and Bayfront Parkway showing no delays. Are your customers dodging potholes or, even worse, avoiding your business? Let Patriotic Paving and Maintenance help smooth things out. PatrioticPavingLLC.com. If you uh, see anything out there, let us know, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
3: You know, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home or just kind of want to bounce ideas off somebody, you know, a lot of times... What happens is, um, especially like if you're a couple, you know, you might have been talking about the need to start, you know, investing in your own future instead of renting. Okay, you know, and you, but maybe you're not totally on the same page with it, or you really do disagree, or you know, and you kind of like, I don't want to get into this. I want to put it up. Well, it's New Year, you know, it's still January. You can still make New Year's resolutions. Maybe calling Christine Leavenworth and talking with her and saying, you know, here's what we're thinking. We disagree. And we're not quite sure what to do, but can you maybe give us some perspective on whether this is a good move for us or what you think about the prospects of us buying? I mean, she loves talking to people about real estate and helping people, like genuinely helping people figure stuff out. Now, if you're hoping you can call her and she'll sell your marital issues, that's not what I'm getting. I'm just saying she's really, really knowledgeable about real estate, and she loves meeting new people. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty, 723-9158.
5: This is Pastor Carl Gallops of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church here in Milton. If you're looking for a church family that is truly amazing, let me invite you to come and worship with us this Sunday. Here's what you'll find. A church whose doors are open to all people wishing to worship and serve the Lord. You'll find a church where the exaltation of Jesus and the accurate preaching and teaching of the contextual Word of God is the centerpiece. You'll find a consistently solid, peaceful, and friendly family of multiplied hundreds of people. You'll find dynamic spirit-filled worship services, youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, men and women's ministries, praise teams, choirs, ensembles, and drama ministries. Plenty of opportunity for Bible study and guidance for your Christian life. In other words, when you and your family get up on Sunday mornings from now on, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. For directions and worship service times, look us up in the phone book or call the church office at six two three eight nine five nine, or visit us on the web at www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org, and then we'll see you Sunday.
6: Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $10 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. W-2s and 1099s are being sent out, and scammers are posing as both employees and employers to collect social security and bank account information. Be wary of requests asking to change address or bank information through email alone. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. wrap up your day with all of the national state local sports and entertainment news with pensacola right now with joe and austin on news radio 92.3
7: my uncle was born in america oh really but he was one of the lucky ones he managed to escape in a balloon during the jimmy carter
0: presidency that was funny <laughs> <laughs> that, that is definitely
3: my favorite line from top secret <laughs> we watched that the other day and i'm like oh that's oh that's so precious 621 on news radio 92 3 informative local dependable somebody text in and says uh trump's age and or mental uh, facilities faculties are more um more than a question of the vice presidential nominee right that that becomes the issue. Then is do you trust that person? That person seems super capable and competent. And then you know, presumably, if anything, that's like the insurance policy, right? Because that's you know we see that with Kamala, right? That nobody wants her, so that's why that's why Biden has stayed in all this time. And I mean, hasn't even really been a live issue, right? Because of that. Six twenty one on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David, the latest. Poll,
8: poll numbers are uh, giving former President Trump an 11-point lead over Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. Of course, that poll done uh, right before Governor DeSantis left that race. It put him in a distant third. Uh, the University of New Hampshire poll showed Trump with 50% support, followed by uh, Haley at 39%. It's still not clear former President Trump will be testifying in the defamation damages trial in Manhattan today. A jury will be deciding how much he'll have to pay writer E. Jean Carroll for... Uh, Comments made and posted online as well. And uh, just reading about this, uh, fans at a Buffalo Bills game apparently had the chance to eat some Taylor Swift-themed food over the weekend uh, when the Bills took on the, the Kansas City Chiefs. The team and uh, their food service partner apparently uh, came up with special Taylor Swift-themed items including bad blood waffle fries and the karma quesadilla. <laughs> okay. So So, uh, yeah. Not sure. Uh, not they sh- booed her. She's
3: she's they everywhere. Her. She's
8: got her hands in everything. Didn't,
3: they booed her when they like. I didn't see the clip or anything, but I, that was the report. It was all over uh, the news sources yesterday. Is it? I'm like, I'm just so tired of hearing about it. I don't really she, care. Well, she's
8: ever. You can't even get away from her at the concession stand. No
3: wonder, <laughs> right? That's right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Uh, Six twenty-three here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, um, this is just file this in your like weird stuff that happens kind of category but um, apparently there was a bill out of Oklahoma and I heard about this listening to um, uh, Joe and Austin on Friday and it just it, it made me laugh <laughs> and so I wanted to share it with you. but you had a legislature in, uh, in Oklahoma who has brought up an unusual bill
2: under house bill 3084 students who quote purport to be an imaginary animal commonly referred to as furries shall not be allowed to participate in school activities Representative Justin Humphrey said he authored that bill after hearing stories in other states and a friend telling him of one story here.
0: Do you think that that kind of behavior distracts from other students? And I would say absolutely.
2: The bill says students would be picked up by a parent or animal control. That part Humphrey says was a joke.
3: (laughs) The, The bill actually specifies Yeah, parents can come to get their furries from school and they can bring them back in more appropriate attire. Uh, Or if the parents won't, we'll call animal control for you. (laughs) I mean, it's one thing to make that joke as a joke on the side, like in debate, you know, if you want to have some fun. It's another thing to put it in the bill,
0: right?
9: The line about the animal control officers in the bill was sarcasm
0: then? Well, uh, here's the deal. What those people ought to be is mental health. I mean, we can always change the language in that. We should get these kids to some mental health experts.
3: I I hate to say this, but he looks exactly like he sounds. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I I know so many people who sound like him that are great, wonderful. I'm just saying, (laughs) he's... Uh, I don't even want to go any farther along. I'm just saying, exactly. <laughs> like. So, uh, you know, he's like, not everybody always understands my point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, all right. Uh, that th- that said, the whole dressing up as animals thing is super weird. I remember picking my son up at uh, Brown Barge one time, and, you know, I mean, teenagers and, you know, middle school, that's an awkward time for everybody, right? Uh, nobody looks quite right in middle school. But, man, I thought, oh, that, what? What is she wearing? What is he? Wearing? What is what, really at school? You know, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Dad." I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> six twenty-five here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Jake's got traffic on the fives. <laughs>
4: I'm a panther, dad. Uh, (laughs) Sure, son. Yes. Um, uh, We're looking good around town. I-10 and i 110 are checking in clear this morning. If you're in Navarre, headed towards Gulf Breeze, you're looking good. East and westbound on 98 this morning. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. Looks like Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway and Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. If you do see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620, call or text. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the
3: Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, Pensacola City Council. Council on Thursday took up the second reading of the red light camera, uh, both the operational ordinance and also just the question itself. And Charles Baer had this to say.
10: This is a problem that is pervasive across our city. Uh, The district that I live in that I represent has some of the most busy intersections and some of the, I think, worst infractions of this particular law. And I know we don't have enough police to have them at every uh, red light. So I think this is something that we are in desperate need of. Yeah, but also... You know, someone who's raised three boys to drive um, and watched while I've been with them and, uh, you know, seen people run red lights and just, you know, if you don't drive defensively, you know, you're going to be in trouble. And I would like to see... This going to place, and I'm hopeful that uh, the some lights within my district, um, or at least on the, the periphery of my district, kind of my, between my district and Councilman Brayer's district are the ones that benefit from this because we're in desperate need of some enforcement, and um, I look forward to it.
3: We have a problem, and we don't have the problem in Gulf Breeze, right? How do we make Gulf Breeze be the pattern for how people behave in Pensacola? That's the question, right? Jem Brer had really inter- two, I thought, very interesting observations about this concept. One,
7: my youngest kid's car is in my name, and I've gotten multiple running red light tickets from Gulf Breeze.
3: <laughs> now, when you first hear that, it sounds like a criticism of it, right? It sounds like what she's saying is, "Well, the wrong person's going to get the ticket." Keep listening
7: goes to the owner of the car and as pissed off as I was I was quite grateful that I could address her about this issue in a situation where she wasn't hurt and and seriously it made her learn she's a little bit older now and it's helped
3: a completely unexpected take from my I didn't but she's right I mean if you've got a kid who's driving dangerously how would you know You're not in the car with them anymore. But they get red light tickets. Oh, okay. This is dangerous. This is bad. Don't do this. Right? And also, there was another case.
7: At the corner of Langley and Ninth Avenue, we don't have a light, but the toy store does there. I mean, a camera, right? Which was able to pick up my child, same person, getting hit by a vehicle, and her car totaled. Oddly, when my child was in this wreck, she was like, Oh, I must have done something wrong. I must have stopped in front of them. She took all this guilt on and literally changed it to as if it was her, right? Until one of the people at the business offered us the video. And we see the video, and she was doing, she did everything fine. We were able to send it right to the insurance. The other car paid off, and the other car had done it. It was odd to me that someone in a wreck could change it, and take credit for something that they hadn't even done. I was grateful for that camera. I will be grateful for these cameras.
3: And the red light cameras aren't going to provide that exactly, but if somebody runs a red light, gets into a wreck, you'll have that. So other additional benefits of this, uh, I, you know, again, it, it makes sense to me. I have said I've supported this from the beginning. Um, nobody wants to receive a red light running ticket. But I think we all would prefer to live in a world where we're driving and people aren't going to run red lights against us and run into us and hurt us and our loved ones, which is kind of the idea. It did pass 7-0 on second reading, so they're going to begin the process of putting that. And they're still waiting a little bit on the state you know, to um, be sure that they're not going to pass the ban, but I don't think they're going to pass the ban anyway. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 on air, we're going to do a digital town hall with your questions in D.C. Reeves. You can call up and ask him questions.
11: Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump is thanking Ron DeSantis for his endorsement now that the Florida governor has dropped out of the race for the Republican nomination.
0: A lot of the things that he wanted, I wanted. And I think, you know, I, in fact, I noticed people commentary. this are saying, well, all of those people that would be for him would be for... Trump
11: And this leaves just Nikki Haley as Trump's main competition going into tomorrow's New Hampshire primary.
2: I think this is about how do we go in a conservative direction, but also do it in a way that it's younger. It's not the names of the past, but it's going forward with new solutions for the future. People want that. They're tired of the same old thing.
11: Trump and Haley, there, both on Fox on the campaign trail in New Hampshire. 47 people are reported to have been buried in a landslide in a remote village in southwestern China with two rescued and nine bodies recovered so far. Rescuers and survivors are dealing with freezing weather there, snow, and icy roads. The landslide hit about 18 homes just before 6 a.m. in Langshui, China. America's listening to Fox News.
8: Good morning. 631 News Radio, 92, 335 degrees. Mostly cloudy right now in Pensacola. Family and friends of Kayla Atwood. That was the Pensacola woman who's Remains were found in a shallow grave last week after a search by local law enforcement gathered over the weekend to release balloons in her memory. Now, that happened at 12th Avenue Park on Saturday. The woman's ex-boyfriend, Mikhail Fountain, is charged with Atwood's murder. She left behind four children. Two Milton men were hurt when a pickup truck driving erratically and at excessive speed crashed into a tree on Glover Lane in Santa Rosa County on Sunday. Florida Highway Patrol says a trooper saw that pickup truck speeding and weaving in and out of its lane before attempting to exit the road. That's when troopers say the truck crashed into a large tree on the shoulder of the road. Troopers say both men in that vehicle suffered serious injuries. Neither were wearing seatbelts. Troopers say they believe alcohol was a factor in the crash. Both of those men, again, sustaining serious injuries and being flown to a local hospital. The GOP race for the presidential nomination down to just two major players now, this after Governor DeSantis dropped out and endorsed former President Trump on Sunday. All
6: I can say is, welcome home, Ron. Welcome back to the MAGA movement where you have always belonged and where we will welcome you and... Be
8: honored to count you among our legion as we go forward unifying this Republican Party for victory. Congressman Matt Gaetz in New Hampshire over the weekend. And that leaves former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley going up against Trump in Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. Latest polls showing Haley with respectable numbers but still trailing far behind former President Trump. A 22-year-old Holt man died after a motorcycle crash in Okaloosa County on Saturday. That happened on Trawick, Creed and Belgium-run roads. FHP says a 20-year-old woman was turning left and didn't see the motorcyclist and turned in front of him. The rider was thrown from his bike and ended up dying from his injuries. A wreck on Highway 97 near Davisville caused hundreds of households in that area to lose power on Sunday. That happened after a vehicle hit a utility pole and downed some power lines. By the time first responders made it to the scene, they say the vehicle was unoccupied. But uh, when the power went dark, it was only 27 degrees outside. 200 homes lost power, of course, since then. They have all been restored. Uh, Donald Trump says he's honored to have Ron DeSantis' endorsement. That's what uh, the, the former president's campaign said yesterday after DeSantis announced he was suspending his campaign and endorsing Trump. Ah, uh, Trump called Governor DeSantis a terrific person and uh, credited him for running a great campaign. Trump says he's officially retiring the nickname he gave uh, he gave our governor Ron sanctimonious now as well. Uh it is six thirty four news radio ninety two three, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives, Jake, what you seeing this morning? I'm not
4: seeing anything out there. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. If you're in Navarre and Gulf Breeze this morning on Highway 98, I don't see any slowdowns there. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. You're clear all the way to scenic and into town. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is clear. Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in good this morning. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
2: We're going to be seeing a chilly start to the day, but temperatures warm up quickly as we head into the afternoon. Highs today in the upper 50s with partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures staying mild. We will be in the 50s as you wake up Tuesday morning. Small chance of rain starting Tuesday, 30% chance of rain with a high near 66, and Tuesday night temperatures dropping near 63. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center.
8: Thank you very much, Brooke. 35 in Pensacola, 37 in Gulf Breeze, 34 in Milton. Your next news at 7 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio.
1: I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. BYD is expanding into the luxury market with a new supercar. The electric car maker unveiled a new vehicle that resembles a Lamborghini and an SUV that can rotate 360 degrees and float in water. BYD is releasing this supercar, which goes for $150,000 under a different brand name known as Yang Wang. BYD overtook Tesla last year as the world's top electric vehicle seller and as of now sells five cars for every Tesla vehicle sold. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration is urging airlines operating with Boeing 737-900ER planes to conduct safety inspections of the door plugs and the attached bolts. Since the mid-flight blowout on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft two weeks ago, airlines have inspected the earlier models and observed findings with the bolts. The FAA did not specify what those findings were. Futures are slightly higher. That's your money now.
8: This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or are prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details.
3: Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out.
11: Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by.
3: We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000.
7: With our bad credit?
3: 27cash.com
1: is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit
11: get up to $5,000.
3: I'm
5: sure there's a lot of
3: paperwork.
11: Nope. My brother said it was fast and
7: easy he did it right from his phone
6: if you have a regular source of income you can be approved for a loan of up to five thousand dollars in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow
2: wow that is
0: fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com Advertising? Marketing? Digital marketing? These are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly
1: do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 10.30. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. This morning at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM, 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. The Milton Mardi Gras Parade is Saturday night, rolling at 5 o'clock from Milton High School. Catch the beads, then join in the after party with food trucks, kids' activities, live music, and more. See crewofairshippirates.com. The third annual Pensacola Pa de Gras event downtown on Garden Street is Sunday from 11 to 4, a day filled with lots of paws and family fun. Visit Pensacola.com for more. Submit your events at newsradio 923com
6: News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Streamless live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3, and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola. Senate Bill 918, American Flamingo, by Senator Claudia Youde. You are recognized to explain the bill.
9: Members, I'm here today to present to you Senate Bill 918, to adopt the American Flamingo as our state bird. We all recognize that Florida is a land of natural beauty and biodiversity with breathtaking landscapes, unique wildlife, forming an integral part of our identity. One such majestic inhabitant of our state is the American or Caribbean Flamingo. Native to Florida, the Caribbean, Mexico, and South America, the American flamingo has deep-rooted history in our region. However, by the late 1880s, the American flamingo faced a grave threat. Plume hunters, driven by the allure of foo and feathers, nearly drove this iconic species to extinction.
3: Every year. (laughs) Every year, somebody brings up a state bird bill. And we fight over, are we going to keep the mockingbird? Are we going to go to the scrub jay? Are we going to have the flamingo? Are we going to have the osprey? What are we going to do? But it has
9: been the emblem of our state lottery since the 1980s and a key component of tourism marketing efforts. In 2021, we recognize the importance of protecting this iconic species. The American flamingo is classified as a threatened species by our state, and this bill would recognize the American flamingo not only as our emblem to so much of our own residents and to the world, but as our state bird.
3: Now, as a non-Floridian by birth and long life until the last 10 years, if you ask me what bird most represents Florida, I mean, flamingo. When I see a flamingo, I think of Florida. I see the Miami Vice, you know, theme trailer. <laughs> that's I, that's what I think of. I When I see a mockingbird, I don't think anything of it. I see a scrub jay, I don't think anything. When I see an osprey, I think, "Oh, that's a hawk." You know, like, that's a falcon. Um, no, I'm just telling you, from as an outsider who lives here now ten years, you know what's the purpose of your branding exactly? Um, Tina Scott, that was um, Alexis Catalyude, I think is how you say her last name. Uh, she's this is in the Senate in committee in the Senate. Tina Scott Polsky, Democrat.
12: Many of us um, have proposed different state bird options over the years and it's going back many years and i think a lot of people aren't happy with the northern mockingbird as our state bird which is um the state bird of four other states
3: right which you know is not all that unique particularly
12: so rather than myself uh trying to propose the Florida Scrub Jay, which is my choice, or the American Flamingo, or some say the Osprey, then why don't we let the people of Florida decide what their state bird should be?
3: Now, see, she got me, because I thought what she meant was, let's put it on the ballot, which I kind of favor. You know, give me four birds to pick from, and let's pick, and let's be done with this, and let's never, ever have a bill on this again, even though it is entertaining every single year, but still, you know, kind of like... Do you want Milton to be better or do you want them to be entertaining? Eh, you know, better, I think. Anyway, um, so how, but she doesn't want to put it on the ballot. She just wants Fish and Wildlife to go talk to everybody and come back with recommendations.
12: And the way we thought that might work is to have the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission conduct some research, make suggestions receive public input as they do go around the state and have public meetings, receive feedback on their website, and then what they come up with, we can vote on potentially next year. Uh, It seems like a good solution to finally deal with the state bird issue, and then maybe we won't have any more state bird bills going forward. (laughs)
3: Bird bills. Anyway, (laughs) there's all kinds of humor around this subject, too. It's almost as good as the, the strawberry shortcake as the state dessert conversation that we had a year or two ago. Uh, was it, when, was that longer ago? Now all of a sudden I can't remember. Anyway, that was a funny one too. So, uh, you had, I don't know who this was. Uh, They never identified her by name and I didn't recognize her from the meeting but
12: I wasn't going to say anything but since the the bird conversation has become uh, the topic here I need to uh, chime in Uh, being a a graduate of University of North Florida and we celebrate the Osprey um, I I think I need to add that to the conversation
3: and she even said that she changed her mind
12: I'm gonna vote no as well because um, I'm not sure about the flamingo today I was okay yesterday but not today (laughs)
6: Wow, how things can change so fast. So fast. God bless the Florida Senate.
12: Now, a fair, a
6: fair
3: question raised by Senator Wright.
6: I just wanted to ask uh, the sponsor in her closing to, to to make sure that we know the difference between a live pink flamingo and a plastic pink flamingo. We're not talking about any pink flamingos. Thank you. Important distinction. It's an important distinction, Senator Ryan.
3: So what does Senator Colletti you'd say?
9: I want to clarify that any uh, U.S.-made, live or plastic American flamingo is welcome um, to represent Florida.
3: Oh, man. You know, it's just the stuff that the legislature takes up, right?
9: I was just um, on the other side of the country. And Florida is, a, Florida is a symbol of hope for the country. And I think... The flamingo is not just playful, whimsical, reminds people of sunny South Florida. Sunny Florida is our symbol of our lottery. But I think it reminds people of the expectation of good things that Florida brings to their lives and the example that they set for the country. Um, So that I ask for your favorable support. Thank you.
3: So I don't know what's going to happen with this bill. I do like Tina Tina Scott Polsky's recommendation of either put it on the referendum, you know, and let us all vote. Or, you know, like when I was a kid, we had a chance to vote on the white-tailed deer for the state animal of Illinois, and the kids all selected it. Um, or, or bring them back one thing, but, you know, if you do it in the Senate, then it's just people are going to keep bringing these bills back. Marion Hammer is a famous opponent of changing it. She's opposed to the scrub jay because, you know, the NRA, longtime uh, lobbyist, because she says, like, the scrub jay is notoriously, um, what, sedentary and therefore perpetuates the welfare months. I mean, it's just... You know, like, that's wow. that's where this goes, okay? Oh, somebody texts me and says, Andrew, you know, um, it seems to me like all this bird conversation is just walking around on eggshells. <laughs> uh, somebody says, um, when you were talking about from, uh, about the state bird, I thought you were going to say the love bug. Oh, that's a funny one. Uh, or the... Um, uh, no, you don't call them cockroaches. Oh, palmetto bug. <laughs> that could be our state bird. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I say all that to say this. Um, I do have a funny clip here that's it's funny and a little heartbreaking at the same time. Um, but I'll play that for you in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake?
4: Uh, this report is brought to you by fresh from Florida. I'm not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns out there this morning. Uh, no delays on Burgess or olive Davis highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent and Fairfield. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. And if you're on highway 98 this morning in Gulf Breeze or Navarre, east and westbound is looking good. Uh, Meal planning is work, so let Fresh From Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at Freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh From Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
3: Thanks so much, Jake. And I mentioned a moment ago that there was I had something kind of funny and also sad at the same time. But uh, you get all types come into these committee hearings, all kinds of people. And, look, the senators or the representatives can often provide good entertainment. The public is almost always good for entertainment. And in this case, you had a person who spoke up, uh, I think the name was Jackson Overlink. And um, Jackson Overlink started off in a good direction. This past hurricane
11: season, Hurricane Adelia was on track to make landfall directly at St. Mark's National Wildlife Refuge. I was devastated and stayed up all night worrying about what the the refuge looked like in the aftermath, remembering the devastation of Hurricane Michael. Mm -hmm. Yet at the last minute, the hurricane track shifted away from St. Mark's. The hurricane left catastrophic damage in Levy, Dixie, and Taylor counties. But after the storm passed, there was another strange appearance at St. Mark's, six new flamingos. This moment was quite significant to me.
3: It's like a symbol of hope and survival and cool. I mean, you know, I thought, all right, that's good. Oh, but here's where it gets, <laughs> again, I say a little heartbreaking slash hilarious all at the same time. You ready? You ready?
11: I struggle with a lot of climate anxiety and worry about the future of our state with intensifying hurricanes, extreme heat, coral bleaching, and rising sea levels. I have seen the impacts of the climate crisis firsthand. I know that the Florida where I was born and raised will not look the same for my children. <laughs> How do Jake
4: how can I put your face into words? <laughs> well, you couldn't see my face because it was buried in my
3: palm because I was just like oh my god hey man mm. quiet, quiet, climate ang- mm-hmm. climate anxiety is a real thing man. I struggle with a lot of climate anxiety and <laughs> <laughs> just come on, man Really? But no, I'm sure really seriously and I am sure he's not alone. I'm sure in his social circles, along with many, many other social circles, they can't believe I'm laughing. They take that. I mean, me too. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if this world's going to be okay for my kids and my grandkids. I don't know if it's going to be okay for me in 10 years. Why should I even bother getting a job? The world's going to flood in five years. Okay, well, you know, fine. Um, (laughs) I just, how does somebody get to the place, and I, look, I'm, I'm a Christian. I try to be loving, forgiving, graceful, understanding, right? That's I'm, I'm obliged to do that, but still. How does somebody get to the place where they think nothing of the idea that I'm going to go up in front of a Senate committee in Tallahassee in the legislature, and I'm going to talk about the significance of the flamingo to me and how the flamingo uplifted me out of the depths of my, don't laugh, this is a serious thing, Climate anxiety.
11: I struggle with a lot of climate anxiety.
3: <laughs> Just, there's a lot of support structure around this person being able to believe that that sentence is perfectly fine. Perfectly normal. Me and my friends, we all suffer from it. Am I, wrong? Am I right? Am so, right?
4: So is he saying that the flamingo would be his support animal for climate <laughs> anxiety?
11: Is that what he's getting at? As
3: a state bird, a symbol <laughs> of hope. The, 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 you joke, but you ready?
11: But this moment reminded me that despite the destruction, there is always beauty to be found and hope to be had. To me, the flamingo is a beautiful symbol of climate optimism.
3: Oh. You. Now, Did I play that clip for you before? Did you know that's what he was going to say? D- I did not, know. And yet... Now you do, <laughs> six fifty one here on News Radio ninety two three. <laughs> What's where, where? Somebody says the snowbird should be our. Uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, the man's climate anxi- anxiety is considerably more founded than anybody who's anxious about drag queens grooming children. Okay, I mean you know I understand where you're coming from. Uh, his comments uh, gave me forced <laughs> gave me Forrest Whitaker eye. <laughs> And somebody says, uh, uh, the same person who would get up there and tell you I'm endangering their life for not wearing a mask outside. See? All of my snarkies are awake this morning. I love it. 651 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to probably mention this a lot, uh, but coming up on Wednesday, uh, DC Reeves, Mayor of Pensacola, is going to be here in studio with us from 7 to 8, taking your calls, a digital or a radio town hall, digital, a radio town hall, so you can call and ask him your questions directly, or you can text him, of course. Anyway, that'll be 7 to 8 on Wednesday. So be thinking of what you want to ask the mayor on Wednesday. 652 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay.
9: When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning.
4: Zequal Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequal Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z's Sleep Plus Next Day Energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins.
5: As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate, from managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening. Whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers. On the News Radio Garden Line, every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9.
0: Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw.
6: It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms.
3: Gas holding steady 307. Florida is just under three bucks at 298. Uh, do not celebrate yet. 267 for Mississippi. California is 450. In Navarre, 267. East at the Walmart. Everybody else has 272. So head east or pay more—a uh, nickel more uh, gallon. 295 in uh, Tiger Point. Is that the best rate? That cannot be the best price. Uh, the Exxon sorry has 289. That's a better price. Uh, but in no, oh, if you get into Gulf Breeze proper, it looks like 289 at the Shell station. So wait a little bit till you get there. 284 in Milton at the Raceway. 285. These prices are all higher than last week. That's not good. Uh, actually, 275 is your better price going through P Ridge at the Daybreak Market. I'm not familiar with that one, but that's what my map says. And then. And 289 at the Raceway, second station when you're going through Pace. Uh, Get over to Pensacola, 273 on 9 Mile at the Walmart. Uh, Looks like the uh, Murphy in front of the Walmart is 273 on US 29. And then coming in from the southwest side, 281 at the Shell at Cervantes. 655 here on News Radio 92. Three. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
4: Well, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report this morning. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is showing no accidents. Uh, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. And uh, looks like Fairfield not showing any problems. All clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you see anything out there this morning slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line 437 1620. I'm Jake Walker, traffic on the fives.
3: Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, David, Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
8: A Hamas official says there is no chance of releasing more Israeli hostages after Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected the uh, Palestinian militant group's conditions. Those conditions included leaving Hamas in power and a complete Israeli withdrawal from the Gaza Strip. The Academy Awards are almost here uh, tomorrow morning. You can find out if your favorite movie has been nominated. The uh, nominations will be announced apparently by zayzy Beats and Jack Quad. Uh, and uh, Your You're making
3: these names I, up. <laughs> you know,
8: I <laughs> was thinking it was just me that had no idea who these people were. <laughs> Come on <laughs> now. Apparently, they're
3: real famous names for them. Hangout Fest. That's what this is. Uh, and the, Wait, what was <laughs> the... Um, what was the car company that's making that crazy... Oh, Wang. Yang Wang. Yang Wang. Yang Wang. Wang Yang. <laughs> the I Yang Wang gang? I don't... Uh, go on, then. Yang Wang clan. Uh, well, I'm anyway, the
8: Oscars will be handed out on March 10th, and Jimmy Kimmel is hosting again. And, Andrew, big news from my side of town. Uh, over in Myrtle Grove, a pig on the loose over the weekend. I do tell. Oh, residents were reporting this pig around Essex Street. I saw the uh, pictures. It looked like a big, full-size pig as well. Uh, apparently it had been contained in someone's yard it busted out of a gate uh, some folks online were speculating the owners didn't want to claim the pig for some reason they were looking for a farm to take it in then the pig escaped
3: anyway it's, pigs uh, ever come with tags
8: no i don't believe so because
3: it'd be kind of like it's kinda a collar to make it on like you a know, dog at yeah. least in a cat they have an easy collar you know but the pig has that big old thick neck that wouldn't really work for it would it So, uh,
8: anyway, at last, at last report, I don't know if the pig is still roaming the streets or it's been picked up. Oh, so this is an ongoing. This is a breaking. This this is potentially an ongoing situation. Facts may change over the course of the morning. Right. I I don't know how this ended up. I just saw at last report. Everybody was worried about where the pig was and where it was going. So updates to follow. That's right. Love it. We'll be following this story more at ten.
3: I remember one of the, you know. It was early on that I learned something about Pensacola that I did not previously grasp. We had a discussion about Buttercup the pig that made the top of the fold on the PNJ and having pigs as pets in the city of Pensacola. I'm like, "What in the world? <laughs> what has happened? I came to where?" You know, and my thought was obviously the PNJ does not understand this community very well. No, 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 it was me. Yep, <laughs> they were right. That was a huge issue. And saving saving the family to be able to keep their their pet pig Buttercup back in the I I remember that song. okay learn something about your community every day David thanks so much for the update uh, six fifty eight here on News Radio ninety two three time four future, future news Sports Illustrated is laying off some or all of its staff does Sports Illustrated survive the year no I'm gonna say no also. Uh, red light cameras. Uh, city Council votes unanimously last Thursday to approve them on second reading. When do we have them up and operational in the city of Pensacola at these select uh, intersections?
4: 2026.
3: Oh, no. I think it's going to be much sooner than that. I say June. I'm going to say June. Of this, year? Yep, oh, this wow. year? Yeah, this year. Yeah, it's going to be fast. Right. Um, uh, does Nikki Haley have a chance to win the nomination?
4: Yes now, I'm going to say yes. You are she going does. to say yes. Because okay. of the age thing, I think she's it's got a an angle.
3: very, very slim. Very, yeah. very slim. Um, tr- assuming that Trump gets the nomination, will Governor DeSantis be his vice president? No. No. Uh, if they're both from Florida, unless one of them changes residency like Dick Cheney did back in the day, um, the electors cannot vote for both of them. So electors could vote for Trump, but then those votes would not be eligible to vote for DeSantis being from the same state. So you could theoretically have, like, the Trump-Harris election.
6: Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.